It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. Now a man is seen walking towards the officer's SUV, but the deputy's SUV investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired multiple shots while the two were parked. multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Madam Speaker, my colleagues, my fellow Americans, I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. As far as the allegations of the CIA hacking the Senate computers, nothing can be could be volatile, and I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. And now, here's CD Media's host of Information Operation. Welcome back to Information Operation. You know, we've been focused here over the last few weeks uh, primarily on the massive election fraud that happened in Georgia uh, back during the 2020 election cycle and also the uh, instruction of critical race theory, uh, which we consider cultural Marxism in the U.S. military. And today's guest ticks really both those boxes. So I'm proud to have an alumni brother of mine from the U.S. Air Force Academy, Kelvin King, who actually uh, also happens to be running for a U.S. Senate in the great state of Georgia. So welcome, Kelvin. That's right. That's right. Thanks for having me, Todd. And it's such a pleasure to sit with the brother in blue. <laughs> yeah, it's rare. Uh, there's not that many of us out there. But <laughs> anyway, so look, uh, some people may know a lot about you. Others may not have heard of you. So give me a quick overview of, of who Kelvin King is and uh, why you're running for the U.S. Senate. Sure, sure. I would I would I would love to. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Georgia boy. I'm a Georgia born native. I'm a uh, Air Force Academy graduate, a proud veteran. And I've been a successful businessman and uh, I'm stepping away from that to, to run for U.S. Senate. I think I'm the best candidate uh, to to compete against and defeat Senator Raphael Warnock. And, uh, you know, this didn't just just ha happen by uh, by happenstance. Uh, we, we thought about this. Now, we hadn't planned on it for a long time, but my wife and I, we've been very involved with Republican politics for several years. Her uh, over over 10 years here just for the state of Georgia. Uh, she was a deputy state director for the party. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been involved for several years as well. We both were um, supportive. I was on the steering committee of uh, Senator Purdue's campaign, and my wife was a co-chair of one of the committees for uh, Senator Leffler. So we, we, we knew and we know this race, uh, this Senate race mm -hmm. uh, firsthand. And when we lost our two seats, it was rather discouraging. I mean, I, yes. I, I I have some more um, colorful language that I could use that I'll choose not to, but uh, we were very discouraged with the outcome of the election. And frankly, we didn't see or, or feel or think that there was anyone being groomed or on the bench that could defeat someone like a, a Raphael Warnock. Um, hmm. we, we evaluated the, the landscape and what we thought was there was a unique formula that's required to beat uh, and to get this seat back. 
we thought the formula needed to be a candidate who has certain qualities. Uh, one being uh, from Georgia, born and raised, uh, because w Senator Warnock is from Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, we we thought that a a veteran, uh, someone that knows our uh, Department of Defense, that served their country, uh, would be ideal. You know, there's a ton of bases here in Georgia. Uh, Georgia loves their veterans. We thought someone who had uh, experience creating jobs, uh, building a business that knows uh, the the economy. Um, you know. Uh, right. first hand knowledge of that. And we thought that someone who knew the rural and urban communities would be ideal. Uh, I was born in Macon, Georgia, have family all throughout the middle part of the state, but I was raised in Metro Atlanta in Cobb County. And, you know, and, and, and the, the last thing, and I'm not going to leave with this, but I mean, we all understand the times we're living in a black male candidate sure. would be ideal uh, to, to stand up against Raphael Warnock, not because of the color of my skin, but because we know what they're going to hit us with. They're going to talk about racism. They're going to talk about right. uh, uh, victimization and suppression and, and, and that sort of thing. And we can take that off the table. We can disarm them right now and we can talk about policy, which is really what the American people want to talk about. And oh, and then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw this one in. Um, I have a secret weapon that's not so secret as well. Uh, my wife, <laughs> Janelle, my wife, Janelle, you know, she's very involved with the, with the uh, state uh, uh, party. Uh, she's also on a a political talk show on Sundays uh, called the Georgia gang. And she also contributes to Fox news and she's well known, okay. especially in the grassroots world. So I call her my not so secret weapon. And there's no one two punch like us in this state. Well, that's fantastic. You know, we, we've uh, been coordinating with some uh, service Academy grads in the Atlanta area. Uh, Alicia Houston down in South Atlanta um, has been one from West point. And uh, I, you know, she's a black female professional, real estate professional, and I completely agree with you that we really need and we're seeing a lot of the uh, black conservatives really start to stand up now. And uh, that is key to the future for me. I mean, I think you're exactly right to be able to counter this uh, racism narrative that they're pushing out there um, is is just really instrumental in, in defeating uh, this coup we're seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost like the, the, the media ignores that the Republican Party is diverse also. I mean, there, there, there's yeah. there's millions and millions of black conservatives across the country. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes they speak up and sometimes they don't. But regardless, we vote and we have a strong vote. And yeah. what I'm seeing now is a lot of black conservatives are saying, hey, I'm tired of seeing what's happening. I'm going to speak up. I'm going to say that this party, these principles are ideal for all communities. So, um what about the businesses in Atlanta that have been getting behind a lot of this, uh, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, cultural Marxism, et cetera. You got a Delta, uh, you know, Coca-Cola. What, what do you say to that? And how do you, how do you, I guess, defeat that for lack of a better word and, and get these companies back to, you know, supporting Georgia instead of this radical agenda? Yeah. I'm, I'm very concerned with the, 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 the companies and corporate uh, entities jumping on board this radical agenda. Uh, uh, you know, I, I heard a phrase not too long ago with uh, Delta CEO. Uh, his nickname is a, is Woke Ed. You know, and, <laughs> and, and you know when, when when people have you know when people are calling you a, a name like that, it, it, it's telling. Uh, what it means is that the, the the corporations are 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 bending to a small degree of act. I mean, a small group of activists, and yeah. you see how that can be very, very uh, ineffective and dangerous with the outcome of this MLB All-Star game. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah. very concerned about about the, the companies that are not listening to 
the, the, the community and they're being influenced by a small group of activists. Well, the all-star game hurt the minority community the most, don't you think, um, that, for bringing that out of the state? But, okay, listen. I, I love <laughs> Braves, right? I, yeah, I we all are. I was born in Atlanta, too, so we're we're all Braves fans. Okay. Suffered right, over well, decades, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been season ticket holders for uh, a season ticket holder for years. And, yeah. you, know, the, you know, the Braves is a very di uh, dynamic and uh, 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 um, you know, diverse uh, community, uh, the Braves organization. And when this happened, uh, I knew, I think a lot of Republicans knew that the issue was not from the people of, of Atlanta or the people of Cobb County, because the people of Cobb County and and, and the, the, the people of Georgia, they know uh, about the Braves and, and how inviting and how diverse the Braves are. And there was never any uh, ill will towards the Braves. What yeah. happened was a small group of people led by Stacey Abrams and Raphael Warnock, they drove this narrative, uh, and, they, and they do have influence with the media, that yeah, uh, sure. the black people were becoming disenfranchised because of this, this silly uh, uh, opposition to SB202, mm -hmm. and they wanted to, to, to stick, it, you know, stick it to the economy of Georgia uh, by pushing for the removal of the All-Star game. That was intentional. That, that was yeah. intentional by Raphael Warnock and Stacey Abrams to hurt our Georgia economy to the tune of $100 million. Wow. And who, who does that affect the most? Like I said earlier, the Braves organization and all of the uh, you know the companies around and vendors, they're, they're diverse. There's a lot yeah. of black and Asian and, and Indian Americans that work around that that stadium and, and around the battery. They're the yeah. ones that get hurt. Small business, yeah. So I think one of the reasons they had to take out Trump in this last election was that the agenda of, uh, for lack of a better word, America First agenda was starting to attract uh, a lot of minority voters, Hispanics and blacks. And, uh, you know, surprise, surprise, you know, <laughs> minorities don't like to be communist and controlled either. They like to have freedom and, and you know, families and worship the God they want to worship and, and they just want to be free. So. Um, what are your thoughts about that? How can the Republican Party bring more, uh, more of the minority communities in, into the big tent, if you will? Yeah, uh, my, my wife and I, we were very involved with doing mm -hmm. just that. Um, mm -hmm. I've spoken on stage with President Trump uh, twice. My mm -hmm. wife has spoken on stage with President Trump twice. Wow. Uh, I like to think that we were very instrumental in getting that bump in the minority vote. If you, if you mm -hmm. recall, uh, President Trump got more minority votes than any president over the last 40, 50 years. Yeah. That, that, that tells you something, right? It, sure, it, sure. It, it doesn't say that there's a racist uh, movement going on. What it tells you is that the Republican principles and the American first agenda mm -hmm. was attractive to a wide swath, a wide range of Americans. It's more American. Yeah. Th that message is more American than what the left could ever do. And they and they claim to be, you know, the standard bearers of diversity. And it's not true. So talk to me about uh, Fulton County and the happy faces uh, situation that uh, that seems to be kind of the ground zero of a lot of the election fraud. Uh, how, how do we look at cleaning that up, do you think? Well, well <laughs> I'm putting I, I, hard I, questions to you, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's OK. I, you're still my brother. But uh <laughs> But I, I, I really, truly think that SB 202 went a long way 
to address a lot of concerns from the, the electorate, from the voting community for, for, for the citizens of Georgia. Um, we all know that, well, we all, you know, a lot of us know that there were some weird things happening in November. I mean, everyone yeah. knew that there were some weird things happening with, with, with the, the stoppage of counting and the, the, the mm -hmm. busting of, of, of water pipes that weren't really water pipes. So yeah. we were concerned. So I, I understand the anger in the voting public. I was angry too. But uh, SB202 was necessary. And what it did was it made voting you know, easier for all, com all communities and harder to cheat. And I think that goes a long way to secure our vote, to um, build up voter integrity. Um, you know, it's, it, it's something that we've all been wanting. I wish it was in place last November, but mm -hmm. I, I think that our state legislat legislature did a great job in putting this uh, bill together. So uh, let's shift to our alma mater, the Academy. I was at my uh, 30th reunion a few years back, and I was really shocked at how much things had changed, uh, not in a good way. I, you know, the superintendent wanted to talk about lots of buildings being built and, and lots of, uh, you know, pretty things on the terrazzo, but nobody was talking about really training warriors and, and, and training people how to save the, and defend the country. Um, and so now it's even worse with a lot of, uh, really pressure from the top down to teach CRT at the academies and not just Air Force, but Navy and, and Army as well. I mean, what, what are your thoughts there? How, how, yeah. that, it, this is a, a real problem for, for me anyway, and lots of other Americans. Oh, I, oh, I agree. Uh, well, Todd, our, our campaign uh, theme is the American dream and it's alive mm -hmm. and well, and, and we're going to keep fighting for it because it's under attack. Yeah. And, and within that, there's three tenets. It's freedom, opportunity and American exceptionalism. Those are the three tenets that make the American dream. But in order to maintain that environment, I have three platform items. It's a strong economy, strong defense, and protecting our constitutional rights. Now, going back to the strong defense, mm -hmm. a strong defense means securing our borders and making sure that our war fighters are prepared for multi-front wars, right? It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that our war fighters should be social justice war fighters. No, that's, that's not the appropriate role for our military. And I get so discouraged when I read these current articles about uh, General Milley and other folks, the, the, the instructor there at the academy who uh, who is trying to justify right. CRT uh, to cadets when their job is to become better war fighters and better airmen. That, that you know, the, the social justice angle, and it's a theory, that angle doesn't, that doesn't really carry a lot of weight and it's divisive. And frankly, it's un-American. It's un-American yeah. to point out differences and hang your hat on these differences and say that our structure, our infrastructure, the building blocks of America needs to be altered or torn down and rebuilt because of the you know, divisiveness, uh, division and differentiation. That that's just, you know, it, it just incents me when I when I read and see this sort of thing. CRT has no place in our K through 12 nor our colleges. Well, um, you know, it also destroys unit cohesion. Like you said, it's not focusing on uh, the mission, but more on dividing people. And that doesn't lead to successful outcomes in a military environment, in my opinion. You know, when I was in the Air Force uh, 10 years prior to you, um, uh, I'm sure there was racism there, but I didn't see, I, I can't, I, I tried to think of an instance when, you know, I was a white male, so maybe I just didn't see it, but we were more concerned about 
are you going to have my back? Nobody cared about what color your skin was. So, I mean, we got to get back to that, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I actually speak about this very topic. I say really? that when I went to the academy, that was the, the you know the first time I've seen a real functioning environment or institution where it was very merit based, and mm -hmm. I just bought into the whole meritocracy scenario. I, I thought that right. was a thing for America, and it speaks towards um, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King about judging for the by the content of your character, not the color of your skin. Like that, that exactly. is that's what America is about, and. Um, yeah, the, I thought the academy uh, uh, was a great example of a meritocracy. I mean, of, of course, any institution can improve, any country can improve, but um, it's definitely in an ideal environment for learning. And I'm so thankful that I was able to uh, obtain an appointment and graduate from the academy, even though while I was there, I didn't like it because it was a tough place. <laughs> but it's um, a great place to visit, right? <laughs> I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that uh, I was able to finish the academy. So what'd you do in the Air Force? Uh, yeah, I was a I was a contracting officer. So, uh, you know, okay. I, I played football at the academy. I was all- Oh, that's right. I saw I that on your bio. Yeah, I was all-conference defensive back. I had some great seasons. Um, well, I, my senior year, our, our motto was expect to win. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of huh. carrying that with my campaign because our campaign is about winning for America. So we, we like to win. But um, yeah, it was a great experience there at the academy. And I was able to get my uh, one of my top three choices uh, of, of of jobs, it was contracting. So contracting right. means uh, it is essentially a procurement officer. So right. I had a warrant and I had the authority to expand and assign government dollars. So I, I could mm -hmm. buy things. So I bought supplies, services, and construction while I was in the Air Force. Well, expect to win. That uh, that's a great motto. So with that, I think that's a great place to to stop. Is, is there anything else you wanted to get out to the audience? I mean, this is going to get out far and wide. So. Anything else you want to say? Yeah, yeah. Please, please check out our campaign. Uh, please follow us. Our website is kelvinking.com. You can access all social media platforms there. You can donate. You can volunteer. It's K-E-L-V-I-N-K-I-N-G.com. And um, jump on board. This is a movement. It's a galvanizing movement. It's a uniting movement. And it's resonating well throughout all areas of the state of Georgia. So we want you to jump on board of this movement and help us win for Georgia and help us win for America. Well, thank you, Kelvin. We want to have you back on down the road as the campaign progresses. Oh, for sure, Todd. Thanks a lot. Thanks you a bet. lot. Take care. Yes.